Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart O. Equeme. Our Father and our God, it is from the depth of our hearts that we celebrate you on this first Sunday coming out of eight days of divine encounters. Blessing you because you are the doer of all we saw. For your marvelous deeds, we are reminded in scripture that whatever you do abides forever. So the change of experience is permanent. The Pharaoh we saw, we see no more. The Egyptian we saw, we see no more. Thank you for the new day. Thank you for the new season. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 10.38, you will very quickly. Acts 10.38, this is our healing and restoration service. Kata. I trust God that the healer who is here will do what only he can do, will do in your life today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And whatever the canker worm, the locust, the caterpillar sought to have devoured in your life, the restorer is here. May your strength be restored. May your youth be restored. May he restore the joy of his salvation today. May he restore to you vision, 2020 clarity. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 10, 38 and 1 John 3, 8. I want to look at Jesus, the great physician and his prescription this morning. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. 1 John 3 verse 8. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. For an assignment, very briefly, Jesus, the great physician, and his prescription. Our Father and our God will thank you again for the honor to gather under this open heavens. I beseech you once more to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven and on the lips and the tongue of clay of your servants and that this hour I will come to your people with a thus said the Lord. Help me to go beyond my study, contemplation and memory and speak your very counsel. As your word goes forth, you shall you confirm the word of your servant and perform the counsel of your messengers. Let your healing anointing run wild in this place. Expunging disease, causing germ, virus, bacteria in bodies, in minds, in psyches. Bring about wholeness, restoration, and healing for your people on site and the multitudes online. With us always, the praise will be yours. Let devils be terrified. Let your church be edified. Let Jesus alone be glorified. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Let somebody shout a big amen. You may please be seated in God's wonderful presence. 
Beloved, why would take time to speak into the issues that pertain to health, healing, wholeness, well-being, restoration, and recovery at least once in a month like this is because of the great importance of your health and your well-being. You've heard me say severally that health is wealth. A wealthy man who lacks health will do everything possible to exchange the so-called wealth he has for health because of the import of well-being. And you see, God is desirous and intentional that you enjoy health and enjoy wholeness. Third John 2 says that I would or I pray above all things <laughs> that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospereth. So the desire of God that is expressed, health, well-being, prosperity, but shows you how it is you can receive that health and walk in health. The word is as. That word as can be replaced with three words or three letters, W-R-T, directly. That means in the same measure that your soul prospers, likewise your body will prosper and your pocket will prosper. We are in the season, I believe God, that God is said to release a new dimension of overflow in our lives. Praise God. Abundance in our lives. Praise God. Whilst what comes to your mind about abundance and overflow, maybe it's financial abundance, material wealth, but before we get there, we want to address maybe, if not a more important abundance to wealth, to be your well-being. Because if you're not well, you can't really enjoy the financial abundance that God is bringing your way. I would, I desire, above all things, that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So this is a top priority in the mind and the heart of God concerning you as his child. Praise God. As we study and read the story of the life of Jesus, uh, basically captured in four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we find that Jesus Christ was a picture or a manifestation of what the Father looks like. In fact, the Bible calls him in Hebrews 1.3, the express image of the Father God. The express image is, the, is just the exact replicate, the exact rank Xerox copy. <laughs> so when you see Jesus, you see the Father being displayed and manifest. The exact image, the express image of the Father is found in Jesus. At a point in time, Philip, one of the disciples said, Master, show us the Father. He said, have I been with you for so long? You still ask for me to show you the Father. He who has seen me has seen my Father, my God. So as you saw Jesus in Matthew, in Mark, Luke, and John, he was expressing the nature and the character of his Father. And one thing we saw him busy about in his earthly ministry was to heal the sick. Is that important to him? Praise God. 
If it was important to him, it should be important to you. Don't wait to appreciate good health when you've lost it. Value it when you have it. Celebrate it. Do what you need to do to keep it going. Praise God. The, the service like this is not just to heal the sick. No, sir. Service like this is also to build faith to the world to remain strong. Because the same word that heals the sick is the same word that strengthens the well. Hallelujah. The more of the dose of the word of God you receive, your faith rises, your body is energized, your spirit is vibrant. The Bible declares in Proverbs 17:22 that a merry heart doeth well like medicine. So as the word comes your way, joy is being injected. Why? Jeremiah 15, 6. It says, thy words were found, I did eat them, and they were the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. So the word of God carries joy in it. And joy is medicinal. Thy words were found, I did eat them. And they were the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. Jeremiah 15, 16. And we see that joy has a thing or two to do with your well-being. A merry heart. A merry heart. A joyful heart. <laughs> so this morning I want to challenge you, beloved. Do all you need to do to guard your joy. Hello, somebody. Because there is a thief on the prowl. He's not only coming for your money, crypto, picking your pocket. No, sir. He's coming for your joy. He's coming for your peace. Huh? He's coming for your faith. But give him no room. The Bible declares that the kingdom of God is made up of three things in Romans 14, 17. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but is in righteousness, peace, and joy where? In the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah to God. Righteousness, peace, and what? Joy in the Holy Ghost. So these three things are found in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and you must guard them. Guard your joy, guard your peace, and guard your sense of righteousness, your consciousness of righteousness. You are made righteous, not based on your deeds and your works. No, you are made righteous. Just like Jesus was made sin without committing a sin, he was made the totality of sin. Likewise, you are made righteous. So you must maintain the consciousness of righteousness. It's not who you are trying to become if you're a child of God, it's who you are. Righteousness is not the same thing as holiness or sanctification. As you grow in the Lord, you can, you should become more sanctified, more consecrated, more holy. But listen, listen, listen. You don't increase in your righteousness quotient if you're a child of God. Once you're born again, it is credited into your account by faith. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Paul, talking to the church in Romans, Romans 10.1 says, Hey, I will that you be saved. 
I want that you be saved. He said, but, but, but then you guys, you, you, you have not been established in the righteousness of God. You go about trying to establish yourself on your own righteousness based on deeds and works. I'm paraphrasing now. In other words, God's righteousness is to accept and be established in it. Somebody come with me. I am righteous because I'm born again. Glory to God. So Jesus was the image of God and the will of God in action. Do a bit of Bible study. Look at John 14 verse 9. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you? My God, I feel him. And yet, hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? So number one, he came to show us the Father. Number two, don't forget this. He came to show us how the sons are to live. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He showed the Father, but showed how you and I as sons of God are to live. How? Victorious. How? On top. How? Changing situation and circumstance with the word by the Spirit. How? Being in charge of situations. That's how we're to live. Hallelujah. John 5.19 Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do, for what thing soever he doeth, he doeth, who the Father, he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. In other words, as Jesus walked upon the face of the earth, he was watching the heavens. What's dad doing today? And as he saw dad move, he moved. And that was what gave his level of, of efficiency, effectiveness, and power because all he was doing, all he was saying was just what his father was doing and saying. So he was the express image of the Father God. Your father God is full of compassion. He's slow to anger. His tender mercies are over all of his works. Psalm 145, 8, 18 and 19. Or 18 and 9, I beg your pardon. God is full of compassion. He's slow to anger. He's tender, tender, tender mercies. They're over all of his works. The Lord is good to all. That's your God. That's your God. Many a times it was said that because Jesus was compassionate, he healed the sick. The healing, the act was an overflow of the heart. He wants you well. He's not training with sickness, no, and disease, no. No. You've heard me say over and over again. He needs not to employ his enemy to train his children. He trains you with his word and his spirit. The psalmist says, even though I walk through the valley, Kondaya, of the shadow of death, guess what? Even though I'm there, even though I found myself walking there, he said, God is with me. He said, he is with me. And his rod and his what? And his staff, they comfort me. So even when sometimes it looked like you veered off course, you are in what appears to be a valley. It's not death. It's valley of the shadow of death. It mimics death. It's night. It's dark. 
It's tempestuous. It's difficult. All kinds of lies to your mind. You will never see a brighter day. 49, going on 50, not married, you will never have your own child. That devil is a liar. You will never be able to own something with your name. That devil is a liar. Even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of that look around you, God is with you. He said he will never, never means never. Don't change the word, never means never. It's right there in the Bible. If you don't know where, it's Hebrews 13 verse 5. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Praise God. He's with you in the valley. He's with you on the mountaintop. In the valley, the rod, the word of God, and the staff, the Holy Ghost, they're there with you. Look around you. Jesus is there. Look around you. The Holy Ghost is there. He's a fourth man in the fire. No matter how hot the fire is, the financial fire, the mental fire, emotional fire, psychological fire, marital fire, academic fire, whatever fire, guess what? The fourth man can't pick it. He's in the fire with you. His name is Jesus. Nebuchadnezzar said, it was three men I thrust there, but I see a fourth man like the son of God. He will never leave you, nor forsake you. Shout, yes, I believe. The three things that were prominent in the ministry of Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He taught the word. He taught the word. Not just did he teach the word, he preached or proclaimed the word. To teach means to explain, to explain, to explain, or expound. To preach means to proclaim, to declare, to announce. These two are very important. To explain, to expound, enriches your growth in Christ. Line upon line, precept upon precept, you're built in faith. But you see, there is something about proclaiming, something about preaching. It pushes you from where you are. There is a force that comes from proclaiming that shifts you right at the spot where you are. So there is a teaching, but there is a proclamation. Not just that, he was also busied in the, in the, in the ministry of healing the sick, the workings of miracles. It wasn't just to show he was powerful. No, he was desirous to see the people well and whole. The same Jesus that taught and preached and healed, yes, yes, is still the same Jesus that is present here today. The healer is in the house. The teacher is in the house. And the preacher is in the house. He's here to do you good. I believe somebody under the sound of my voice, according to Psalm 107 verse 20, he, he sent his word, his word said heal them. I decree and declare by the mercy of Almighty God, the sent word running through this hall and in the airwaves makes you whole and makes you well in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Luke 5, 17, it says, and Jesus on a certain day, he wasn't even preaching. He was just teaching, like I'm just teaching, explaining, expounding. Not much drama, not much jumping, not much seeming excitement, just teaching the word. 
But the Bible says, as he taught the word, there was power made available in the room to heal the sick. Listen, as the word of God is going forth, there is power in this room to heal the sick. If you believe that, shout a big game. But incidentally, though there was power present, nobody took advantage of the power uh, until four radical men went up the roof. <laughs> they carried their friend. May you have a friend or friends in the time of your need. You call back up. May you have a friend to call upon to pray with you, to agree with you in the time of your need. So these four friends carried their friend to the roof, what I call a roof tearing faith. May your faith be so radical that you're willing to do something people haven't done before. Willing to shout, willing to scream, willing to give, willing to sacrifice. Just do something. People, have, Why? You know that you are desperate. They climb up the roof, open the roof, and send their friend down there. And the friend contacted the healing power that was available that nobody took advantage of and got here. What am I saying? I pray that as the word is going forth today, you will mix the word of God with faith so that your healing can become a reality. Shout a big amen. You are not living here the same way. No, you're not. You're not. You are not permitted to enter one way and go by the same way. No. As they entered the temple, they went through one gate, eastern gate, and they went out through the western gate. I don't know how you came, but I know how you're living out. You're living stronger. You're living with a fresh anointing. You're living invigorated. You're living empowered. You're living illuminated. You're living enlightened. You're living changed. You're living delivered. You're living healed. You're living raised. Somebody shout yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. As he taught, there was power to heal. As the word is going forth this morning, right now. Right now, right now. There's power to expunge cancer cells. There's power to open blind eyes. There's power to cause the lame to walk. There's power to straighten bent spines and back. There's power to heal people of tuberculosis. There's power to expunge COVID-19. What? There is power to do anything you decide to do. There's power. Power. Pray in the Holy Ghost for 30 seconds. Connect to the waves being released over you. Ebranoto pergedila ebregedoko makateke tikitita olvraketieta. Oh God, let me not live the same way I came. Let me contact you by faith. He para. Let my mind contact you. Let my spirit contact you. Let my body contact you by faith. Ile petakatagamuka. Oh, skip alano. I refuse to live here the same way. Eparagadia brukene brukene. Esprando Balahaya. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Want to look at a few examples of Jesus doing these three things: teaching, preaching, healing, or miracles. <laughs> Matthew 4:23. Oh boy. 
Akono tetinahanis. Logune sabato kunetes. Akone itipala. For some it shall be your last day. Experiencing that pain. That concern. The reproach is being rolled away. As it wasn't Gilgal that the reproach of the people were rolled away. This is somebody's Gilgal. I don't know what date it is today, but mark this date. It'll be a date in your history and your destiny where you say, This day, certain things change concerning my health and my well being in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You will look for those fears, you'll not find them. You will look for those diseases, you'll not find them. You will look for those pain, you'll not find them. You look for that occasion for worry, you'll not find them. Why is a day of your turn around? Ah. <laughs> I pray your spirit is enlarged. <laughs> Matthew 4 23. And Jesus. Wow. The same Jesus. Yesterday, today, and forevermore. You know what I hear? Acts 10 44, I believe it is. While Simon Peter was preaching, just the same gospel, this same good news, in simplicity, the Holy Ghost fell. At the back, the Holy Ghost falls. At the side, the Holy Ghost is falling. And this side, the Holy Ghost is falling. Like rain. It's falling over you. Expunging disease, causing germs, virus, bacteria. Oh my God. By the fire of the Holy Ghost. Those, those, those keto mantle being burnt by fire. And this is a heavenly chemotherapy going on now. Burning germs and disease and bacteria, fungi, whatever it is, are responsible for infirmity. Burning them. Open your spirit. Open your heart. Receive the fire of the Holy Ghost. John said, I've been baptized with water, but there's one coming amongst you who will baptize you with the Holy Ghost with fire. Acts 38. And God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost with power. He went about. He went about. What about bring one doing good, healing all who are sick, not some, all. Everybody can be healable. Everybody can be healed. Healing all. You are part of the all this morning. Don't exempt yourself. Don't say I've been too long in this matter. The issue of blood, 12 years, 38 years at the pool of Bethesda. No, sir. It's not how long you've been there. No. One word from God can, will terminate that circumstance. May this be your day of visitation. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Clap those hands, oh ye saved. I said clap it to the great physician. The healer is in the house. Can you bless him? The healer is in the house. Receive your healing right now. Receive your miracle right now. Oh God, see Hallelujah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Matthew 4 23. Oh, Matthew 9 35. Matthew 9 35. Ah, 
And Jesus went about all the cities and villages. Say all. All the cities. All the villages. That includes your address. The one in Metama. The one in Gwags. The one in Nyanya. Oye. Garaki. Maraba. All the cities and the villages. What was he doing? Teaching. You know, I've begun to ask the Lord. I said, Lord, I realize to be able to establish a people, a lot of teaching must be done. My upper court is preaching. It comes natural. I'm wired to preach. You know, but I realize to establish a people that are strong. <laughs> people who will carry revival fire to nations. You need a lot of teaching. A lot of training. A lot of discipleship. And teaching is not necessarily going to be as colorful, as exciting, as moving as preaching is. But you see, to go deeper, you must be willing to sit under good teaching. Praise God. It's one thing to come to a miracle service, get healed. Three months, fall sick again, and don't know what to do. But when you sit under a good teaching like this, you will know what to do. You will know you can hold on to the word tenaciously. Because the word of God is tried seven times and is true. And the word of God is that prescription, that medicine that guarantees healing. When he sends his word, he's sending medicine. What makes the word powerful? The word carries spirits. John 63 the words I speak, they are spirits and they're life. What makes the word powerful to become a healing object? The word carries life. Life is in the word. Life that is heard from the word will expunge any place of death. Sickness is a form of death. Premature death. What makes the word powerful to be a healing object? It carries light. John 1.5 and light, the word light entered in darkness and darkness could not comprehend it. That means each time light shows up, it's a TKO for darkness. Take a look out. The word you're hearing now is bringing light. And darkness is receding. What makes the word a physician? Prescription. It brings strength. Matthew 4 verse 4. In the words of Jesus and the temptation, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from God's mouth. So the word is a kind of bread at a higher order, giving you strength. So the word of God is heaven's prescription for your healing. He sent his word. He sent his prescription. <laughs> More powerful than chloroquine antibiotics more powerful than anything else you can think about it has no side effects you can't take overdose say so my son attend to my word attend to it give attention to the word incline an ear to my saints let your ears be inclined to God's word this Proverbs 4, 4 20, 23 all the way to 24, 24. attend incline let them not depart from your eyes. Keep your eyes on them. 
So there's attention. There's inclination of your ears. What it means to incline your ears is a posture of humility. The word of God will only respond to the meek. It says receive with meekness, with humility, the engrafted, the revealed word of God. You must approach the word like a child. Don't assume it's just letter. You cram it. No, sir. There are mysteries underlying every scripture. That's why you should pray. Psalm 1918, when you carry your Bible, oh God, open the eyes of my understanding that I may behold wondrous things from your word. Pray it. Then open the Bible. The Bible will speak to you. Somebody once said, you haven't read your Bible until your Bible begins to read you. Oh yeah. When you read the Bible and the Bible begins to talk to you back, you're really reading the Bible. It reads you. It reads you. My son, attend to my words. Incline an ear to my says. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. That word means, speaks of a core. The center of your heart. Somebody once said, that the word heart, you know very well it's spelled H-E-A-R-T, in between the H and the T is the ear. Heart, heart, heart. So the primary doorway to your heart is your ear. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by what? By what? And hearing by what? Aha. Uh -huh. So if we're going to get into God's word and build faith, we need to hear more of heaven's news, God's word, and not what the news is going on around us. Somebody once said, the word of life is the oldest book with the latest gist. It has current gist, but it's the oldest book in life. It's called the ancient book, but has current news. Please, God's primary prescription is the word of God. The word of God. Hallelujah. 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 Several stories were captured in the Bible of Jesus healing the sick. A good number of the references will tell us how he healed them all. I want to see us to see a few of it to build your faith so that you realize you're part of the all. My God. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew 12, 15, it says, But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence, and great multitudes followed him, and he what? He healed them when? All. Say with me, I am part of the all that Jesus has healed. Amen. Luke 6, 17, don't exempt yourself. You're part of the all. Luke 6, 17 to 19. And he came down with them and stood in the plain and the company of his disciples and a great, 
a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon. You tire, you go Sidon. That's very Nigerian, huh? I don't tire, I don't sit down. Which came to hear him and what? Talk with me now. Talk to me now. And to be healed of their diseases. So they came to hear and to be healed. If you don't look closely, there's a principle there. Healing is preceded by what? Hearing. Wow. You got it right. So as you're hearing now, what follows naturally is healing. Somebody once said, those who come to hear ultimately get healed, but those who come to be healed and don't hear may not be healed. So the point is, the honor is here to be healed. Let, let, me, let, me, let me try to help you all. Have particular messages that that serve as faith boosters. Yeah. Just, you, you know them. They, they're they are to you. When you hear them, your faith just jumps up. Especially this area of healing. Yeah. Um, whenever you begin to sense your body challenged, don't wait till your battery runs down. Plug that message. Recharge. That's right. That's what recharge. That, I love that recharge. Recharge. Everybody needs to be recharged. No matter how powerful a man of what you are, we only recharge. For the danger is if you are discharging, not recharging, you're going to have a challenge. Did you hear me? If you are discharging, not recharging, you have a challenge. That's what we call in, in, in theological circles, we're burn out. So the preacher has a burn out. Just preaching, preaching, preaching. It's not challenging. So every believer needs to recharge. Jesus said to his disciples, come apart and rest a while. Uh, in my own words, if you don't come apart to rest a while, you'll fall apart. Preachers, ministers, you must have times you separate yourself to be refreshed. Husband, wives, have your moments of personal retreats. One day in a month, it's just you, you, just you. You're not trying to save the world. No, it's me. Say, God, it is me. I've come for, ref for refilling, for recharging. Because you can't give what you don't have. Jesus said to the disciples, freely you have received, freely give. So if you don't have received, you can't give it. So you receive from the Lord and then you can give up. What am I saying? Have those ready tools that boost your faith. So when you sense a challenge here and there, bam, 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 pull out particular scriptures and your faith just rises. Before you know it, it changes the composition of your body. Strength enters. It works. Because his words are spirits and they're like, you know, you, you can tell. You can tell when the water is rising. You can tell. You can tell. Sometimes within minutes, sometimes within hours, sometimes within days. Depends on where you are. But it's rising. Let me tell you something. Don't be moved by your feelings when you're tanking up. Because sometimes you will be tanking up and you will not feel the effect. This is to encourage you. The enemy wants you to stop and say it's not working. This faith in Bo, ah, this prosperity confession, I beg. No. Keep at it. 
There comes a point where I call it a tipping point. Just one little push, one little confession. By his stripes, I'm healed. Boom! It just pushes you into the manifestation. Don't say it doesn't work. It's working. It's working. The word works if you walk the word. So please, please, don't let the enemy discourage you from doing what you ought to do. Incline your ears. Attend to his word. Keep it in the midst of your heart. It will build faith and faith will ultimately release healing virtues into your body. Hallelujah. Whew, our time is far gone, but let me give you one more scripture and I will pray by the communion table. Ah, Exodus 15, 26, we see in the Old Testament as God brought them out from the land of bondage, he introduced himself to the children of Israel with a covenant name called Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha. I'm the Lord that healed thee. 26 says, And said, If thou wilt diligently, so it's a condition here now, hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes. Hear this now. I will put none of these diseases upon thee. Say none of them. Say none of them. With anger. None of them. None of them. That's right. Which I have brought or allowed. That word brought is permissive will. He didn't bring it. He doesn't have it to bring in that sense. No. He has permitted based on the law broken. I have permitted upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Hallelujah. Exodus 23-25 says, You shall serve the Lord your God. He shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing, no one, cast their young, <laughs> I'll be barren. Say amen. In thy land, say amen. And the number of thy days I will fulfill, say amen. You're in this hall today. The first and the biggest miracle is a miracle of the new birth. Healing doesn't quite cut it without giving your life to the Lord. This morning, you've heard the word. You've been touched by his presence. But you know, there's a void, there's a gap in your heart. Not born again. Will you embrace Jesus to be your Lord? In this journey you are embark on from today, all heads bowed, hearts bowed. Let's pray together. Pray with me wherever you are, on site, online. Let's join our faith with our brothers, sisters. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you just as I am, asking you to forgive me of all my sins. I open the door of my heart. As I welcome and embrace Jesus, both as my Lord and my Savior. Lamb of glory, thank you for saving me. I am blood washed, blood bought, child of the living God. You alone, I will love and serve all my days, even as you help me. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. 
We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.